0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, May 30th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. Bayer-Monsanto merger moves forward. Trump reboots China trade dispute. And rich countries reducing ag research. Purdue on the road with the Senate Ag Chairman. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is on the road again this week, this time in Kansas, where among other things, he'll tour the Manhattan site of the new National Bio Agro Defense Facility, which will be the center of research on the most dangerous animal pathogens. Perdue will be accompanied today by Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts and Kansas Senator Jerry Moran will join him in holding a media availability that will be live streamed. They also will participate in an agriculture discussion panel, a local farm, and a Q&A at the Kansas Department of Agriculture. Department of Justice gives okay to Bayer-Monsanto. The landscape of the seed and chemical business is about to go through yet another monumental change with the Justice Department's clearance of the Bayer-Monsanto merger. To get the DOJ's OK, Bayer agreed to sell off its cotton, canola, soybean and vegetable seed businesses, as well as its Liberty brand of herbicides. Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley praised the company's settlement with the Department of Justice, saying it provides serious divestiture requirements to robust enforcement provisions to maintain a fair marketplace. Bob Young, a former economist with the American Farm Bureau Federation, said the previous merger of Dow and DuPont made the Bayer-Monsanto combination not only inevitable, but probably also necessary to ensure that Dow DuPont would have a comparable competitor. Young said if you're going to have one of these seed chemistry firms, you want to have at least two of them. In addition to the Dow DuPont merger, ChemChina acquired Syngenta last year. The National Farmers Union expressing dismay at the Department of Justice approval for the Bayer-Monsanto merger, arguing that it would drive up farm input costs and limit the types of products available to farmers. We will now focus our efforts on ensuring the promises made by Bayer and Monsanto throughout this approval process are kept. That the word of National Farmers Union President Roger Johnson. China trade war back on again. The U.S. is back to a trade war footing with China after President Donald Trump ordered a crackdown on Chinese investment and trade. While at the same time renewing a threat to slap 50 billion dollars of tariffs on Chinese products, details of the measures aimed at protecting against the loss of U.S. intellectual property will be unveiled June 30th, and they will be implemented shortly thereafter, according to a memorandum. The announcement is a sharp turn from the semi-armistice that resulted after negotiations between the two countries earlier this month. After those meetings in Washington, U.S. Treasury Secretary Secretary Steve Mnuchin said the U.S. was putting the trade war on hold. The new aggression from the White House took China by surprise, according to the Xinhua News Agency, a government-run organization. Keep in mind, Trump's action could have a significant impact on U.S. agriculture. China previously threatened to retaliate with a 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans. For more on China's trade and on the Senate Farm Bill, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Dairy industry raises alarms over trade rules. U.S. dairy producers are raising concerns with the FDA over the way it's going to determine whether other countries have equivalent food safety systems. The National Milk Producers Federation and the U.S. Dairy Export Council says the equivalency process has implications for whether they can increase their dairy exports. And a letter to FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb, the two groups urge the agency not to follow the same process it used in granting equivalences to European shellfish imports. The letter says... Were this same process to be replicated for dairy products, we are deeply concerned that those critical outcomes with respect to food safety and market access for U.S. exports would not be achieved. Among the concerns the dairy groups raised is that the shellfish decision allowed for a verification system that heavily favors the EU while retaining burdensome and trade-limiting requirements on U.S. exports. Grassley ramps up Conway feud. No one who has watched Senator Chuck Grassley for very long will be surprised, but he isn't backing away from his ongoing feud with House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conway over payment limits. Conaway has been defending the provisions in his committee's farm bill that would ease eligibility rules on pass-through entities and expand the scope of a family farm exemption. In his weekly conference call with agriculture reporters yesterday, Grassley said that Conway is out of step with President Donald Trump, who included tighter payment limits in his fiscal 2019 budget. Grassley said, I compliment Chairman Conway for looking out for farmers as chairman of the House Agriculture Committee. I wish he wouldn't look out for the non-farmers as much as he does. USDA Study, Rich Countries Cutting Ag Research. The United States isn't alone in scaling back public spending for agricultural research. High-income countries, including the United States, were increasing public research spending faster than agriculture economic output up until the economic crisis in 2008 and 2009. Since then research funding has been on the decline between 2009 and 2013 the latest year for which data is available agriculture research spending in the u.s canada europe and japan and other relatively wealthy countries fell by nearly six percent that according to a study by the u.s department of agriculture's economic research service that was the first sustained drop in more than 50 years The USDA study warns that if global demand for food continues to increase, any slowdown in farm productivity is likely to increase food prices. The study says it will also likely trigger increased pressure on environmental resources, such as converting forests and grasslands to cropland, to meet this growing demand. However, the study notes that the decline in agricultural research spending by governments in rich countries has been at least partially offset by increased spending in the private sector and by governments in developing countries. Here's today's He Said It. This comprehensive structural solution to significant horizontal and vertical competition concerns, the largest merger divestiture ever required by the United States, preserves competition in the sale of these critical agriculture products and protects America's farmers and consumers. That assistant Attorney General del Delrahim on the Bayer-Monsanto merger settlement. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, May 30th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson and Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.